Damn, son, where'd you find this? Talking and teaching, I'm everything in between. In the bands, the ether, I'm on the flow. I'm all in the speakers flowing. The level, I'm raw and I'm clever. I get you disheveled. I hit with a shovel. They tell me I'm troubled. I'm like Barney Rubble. My wife is a diamond. I don't got a wife. So rap all the time. It's a cartoon of mine. It's a cartoony state of your mind. Tell me adventure time with a midnight gospel is mine. I rap for the beat when I keep the Damn, son, where'd you find me? What, boys? Don't ruin the sponsorship before it comes about ladies and gentlemen out there in the booth and verse listening dripping in the sauce the swag goo of yours truly the one master senseless sensei the truest the newest the baddest and the brewest with the pbrs in the car coming way back from the side baby you know what it is from dudley two eight triple three southern wayne county representing number one on the microphone you all twice over y'all y'all does he like Lil B the bass god? Oh, I'm sure he doesn't. What? He's from Cali. Lil B's from Bro, the Bay. It's not like pre 1999. He ain't, he ain't down with it. How old is? What is he? A hundred? <laughs> He's like maybe 37. Oh, okay. So like he just listens to Jay Z when he wakes up in the morning. No, he's not down with Jay Z. What does he like? Does he, does he even like rap? <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's like all these super obscure California people I've never heard of. So you don't know any other names? They're probably not obscure. It's Sugar Free, that's one of them. Don't know clue. See, he made a rap. He made one of his albums in jail on the phone. For <laughs> real, he called in on the phone. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, they've done that with the Kodak Black. A lot of people have done not the whole album, but um, yeah, dude. People have done some impressive things. People have also gotten the iPhones inside because people are like, "How are we getting these verses where he's talking about?" I think I could be wrong, and so you know, if you're out there, Boosie, please don't kill me. I'm just kidding. I love I love Lil Boosie, but I I thought I heard a story where it's like he had a verse come out, and uh, it was like he name dropped like the DA or assistant DA that's dealing, you know. And it's like how what how, when was this made? How you know? And I, I could be wrong, so you know, whatever. I, I love Lil Boosie, so I think that comes from a place of love. And if I miss, you know, if I miss uh, attributing the the source of that, then you know my intentions were good. So here's the deal, y'all. Welcome to Booth, and this is the world's greatest podcast, flat out from the top to bottom. We're recording live from Afghanistan right now. Um, I'm in a room. The lighting is akin to something Ron Burgundy would probably have in his seduction lair. Um, our guest has flexed the premium high art available from the antiquing premium previous uh, skating facility uh, next to the schools on Ash Street uh, in the form of apparently he claims a haired prehistoric uh, elephant, but I had to inform him it's a buffalo and also that the painting is one of the worst things I've ever seen. The lighting, there's a... Uh, there's a maybe a string of 99 cent store Christmas lights up. I'm feeling the vibe though. Special sauce. The special sauce comes from the little things, but like the blanket on the window is my favorite, and it it brings color to these walls. So, I'd like to compliment your sense of truly having no taste aside from being one of my favorite musicians. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Tan Sanders on Boothin. Welcome, buddy. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Parents, do you really want to come out half of we are boofing? Like you ain't no. 
notice that these mics are dynamic or not? You think it picked up my wink? It might have heard like the uh, the <laughs> flutter. All right, so um, Tan, I'm trying to think how I met you. I think I met you through Sheem. Yeah, but um, who you who has been talked about? I, I believe he was passed out on the couch um with the episode of uh. Y'all want beef now or something like that with Matt from Exercise, yeah. So Shane was in the building for that one. He'll be on here soon. It'd be great to have both of you on here and get the derelicts in the studio. Get Jay on here. Jay on here, yeah, because we have a history too. Um, so how do we not know each other? Because we kind of ran in the same circles. Like, what were you doing in like the music scene uh, previous to where you are now? I'm not going to reveal the genre, but I just want people to hear you out for who you are. I came up in the metalcore boom of the uh, mid-2000s. Okay. What's the... Uh, so, for... I know exactly what you're talking about because I was right there getting round hot, like, you know, windmill punched in the head. Going through windows at the had, had big fat guys doing the bowl right into my torso at the brewery, but... Well, uh, what's the difference between metal and like metalcore? Like, if, you know, because these, we, you know, who knows who's listening to this and when they're listening a, to this. I don't this. know if I... I'm afraid to give this answer. Do it. Who cares? Speak a little. Well, the metal is obviously metal. Right, right. Core comes from hardcore, hardcore punk. Okay. Bands, uh, Minor Threat would mm-hmm. be a good, like, ground zero core. Yeah, yeah. So you mix that hardcore punk with metal and get metalcore. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And, uh, is, that a, is that a fair? That's fair. I <laughs> I kind of talk about, that's a very literal definition. When I talk about music, it's often, like, texturally, or I use, like, visual points or feeling points as a uh, reference. So, for example, with metalcore, I'd say that uh, it involved a, you know, breakdowns is just what I think of. And that, you know, that's where, like, people would know, like, where the beat's breaking, you know, slowing down the drums. You know, James Brown did it, you know, it's been since break the beginning beats. of percussion breakbeats. Yeah. Like it's not the first, you know, since there's been somebody hitting a stick on a rock, there's been a breakbeat. But I just think that, uh, like, you know, it kind of, even though people wouldn't admit it in terms of the production value for where the genre started to go with like guys like a mirror and stuff like put a record out last month. I bet it's good too. Think about it. We are boothing. Oh, okay. I mean, I like the mirror, but it sounds like a uh, baby cool. I like old corn. I like that that crystal meth corn, where he's like crying in the booth and like you just imagine him in a cornfield, just curled up with a meth pipe microphone. Uh, dude, and he's on the record about that. Those guys are interesting in the turns they've taken. But anyways, one time my buddy and I we were uh, real inebriated drunk. And I put on corn to make fun of it, kind of ironically as a hipster. And I think this might have been what killed my inner hipster because uh, we had an awesome system. It was actually Ukulele Bob. Shout out to him again. And then we were just like headbanging. It was so heavy. The system had enough bass to really catch like what they were trying to go for. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm an idiot because corn is awesome, especially as a bassist. You know, it's like even though he wasn't technically like dream theater or some, something, you know, he uh, felt he was really interesting That's sonically. Down tune bass was, I mean, it's cool. Yeah, and it's oh. also like what I was kind of coming around to with the hardcore stuff or the metalcore is I feel like it was a lot of it was really influenced by hip hop, the oh, sub, the, sub the triggered like the, ba- the drums, the bass drops, oh, everything. That was huge man. Because, I mean, 3-6 Mob, that's like Memphis sound has breakdowns, parts where, you know, chopped and slopped. Like, it's all, you know, 
music's not insular. So I, th- I think that's pretty interesting. So when I think metalcore, I would just say like, you know, maybe something faster than thrash, maybe more abrasive vocals. I mean, I'm not very good at describing it. And then like breakdowns. Well, the metal and, would be and like hip hop fashion so too. Listen to hardcore music. There's not very much melodic, 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 um, yeah, aspects to it. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's, it's like brute. Like uh, I'm trying to think of an example of a vocalist who does that real like barking. Yeah, um, I think of Acacia Hill. Strain is one of my favorite bands. Yeah, but even guitar wise, there's not much melodic uh, yeah, yeah, aspect. Yeah. There's no solos really. Right. If it is, it's like. It's not a solo. It's like the breakdown's happening, and the guy in the back is playing like n- notes eerily th- with a bunch of delay, like just droning. It's like, a, yeah, and it's then, a solo, but not. It's like it affects the feeling of the piece as a whole instead of like bringing him out to the forefront of the you know the show and right. the stage. It's just the whole vibe. I think that's metalcore was really vibey, and then once you got into like the deathcore stuff or the, yeah, I don't know like much about, but like I remember the first time I heard like a job for a cowboy, that first album with the uh, the pig, the yeah, antlers. Run, yeah. I don't know what it was called, but I don't know the album. I'm you know. album pictures, dude. I yeah, yeah, names. yeah. And just when I heard that first, that you know. Free yeah, or whatever. I was like, twist. oh my God. <laughs> like I knew that was it. Deathcore blew up, man. So were you so you were playing music? This was what I kind of was getting around to by getting with this, like, what is metalcore? You were playing metalcore. So like what were you doing locally? Because this is a homegrown. This is a Wayne County, uh, Oak Island, North Carolina thing. So what were you doing? I know I've heard you speak on the podcast before about uh library shows. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that was like it. When we finally, because I mean, they would be like two or three months apart, if that. Yes, yes. So when we could pack everybody into that one room, dude, those shows were awesome. Love and Reverie played there like almost every time for a while. Shout out to those guys. I think they're like, I heard they're making original music again, two of them. I don't know. They were in a wedding band for a while because we know where the money is, right? Got to pay the light bill. Diapers ain't going by themselves, man. You know, like making post rock is a tough, a tough journey. Whatever that means. I'm into all that weird kind of like post this, postmodern like things that play with form. But this is a certified classic. Trapaholic Steve's class classic. I'm going to do it because I don't care what anybody thinks about me or us or Afghanistan or what's what's it. But what's your seat called again? Speak freely. What's the capital? San Francisco. San Francisco. Named by the guy that books me at the Lincoln Michael Buell. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a country in Africa called Tanzania. You should probably look into that too. Uh, there's probably good. You know how Akon was trying to start Akon City. Yeah. Maybe you get Tanzania City going. Consider real estate. They say it's the best investment. You know, just steal I mean, land. Dream like right now we're only a half acre nation. Right. Okay. But yeah. We, we like to bump this up to like 25. And, right. You know. My uh, my my idea for what I want to do has changed drastically this year, especially with the. Uh, the pandy the pandemic going on if you're whenever you're listening to this because people will be listening to this in years it's 2020 i mean there, there's somebody probably listening to this in 2045 you know whatever's happened has happened you know they're I, listening back for like <laughs> relics <laughs> well hopefully you know buy some ad space whoever's controlling my estate hit up my people uh my facebook legacy contact is sheem og um and so i'm gonna let him handle my musical affairs and kind of i think it's a vice versa if one of whoever goes first we're like an odd couple of musical pairings so um anyways just to get back to the privy point 
of all of this and playing the show and the accusations and the Instagram live and the thing I shouldn't talk about, but I think I want to say it. Should I say it? I don't even know what you're talking about. Let's talk about our boy. Our boy. You know what I'm talking about? What's happening? What's dropping this week, bro? What's the news? Why do I have you here? The EPs. The EPs. Them extended plays. Hey, I didn't know what was about to happen. What's coming? Oh man! So uh, I'm excited. Sorry, I started to put you on the spot. I, I see you like you're wringing your hands. Let me take a drink of water. Let me. Let me. I'm so excited. I'll just shut up and listen. So where are we at? This is a certified classic. This is a certified classic. What's up with the uh, EPs that are dropping? Classic. I just didn't know what was happening for a second. Huh? What What are you talking about? Are you good, dude? <laughs> yeah. You You kind of glaze over for a second there. Are you good? I was having flashbacks. Are you good? Classic. That's no joke, man. I almost died on some antibiotics like that the other day, bro. What? Yeah. What, died on antibiotics? Word, dude. I, um, what are you talking about? <laughs> are, you, are you an anti-vaxxer? After this, I've changed my mind a little, honestly. I'm kidding. No, not really. But I had a swollen lymph node in my leg. Okay. Right, it's, it's called your testicle? It was a little... Um, what's the, was it in your groin? Sorry. Yeah, it was in my groin. It was, oh, that's uh, scary. Are you Okay. I think so. Okay, sorry. Continue, so sorry. I'll shut up. I got up. a med set, right? Uh-huh. I'm like, hey, got this knot in my leg. <laughs> She's like, oh, no worries. Here's some <laughs> some antibiotic. Take this. And come back in two weeks if it's not going down. I'm like, cool. No worries. That's about to get on my motorcycle and ride to Tennessee. Oh, God. <laughs> so I come home and I eat this antibiotic. I'm eating lunch, right? I'm getting ready to ride out. And I start coughing. <laughs> I'm coughing. Uh-huh. Like, man, what's going on? So like, I'm like, let me walk outside, see, get some fresh air. Because I thought I was strangled on food. That's what it felt like. <laughs> so you were going at it with dinner. Yeah, like I had You were big boy eating. Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> Making them gains, for the record. He's a very handsomely swole man. Ladies, if you're listening, if you're looking for uh, a man who's soon to be so wealthy that he will not even run his own Instagram accounts, uh, and a man who's so handsome that soon he won't even be able to choose his own wardrobe because people will consume at mass quantities creating a scarcity demand within the economies of capitalism that may even lead to crimes of death loss of life black market expansion faults so ladies if you're listening tan sanders is in the building and hope you you don't think i mean i'm not trying to come on to you there i'm just trying to give you a good pitch there brother i appreciate it no problem that's my wingman and if you're in 2045 i'm available for posthumous posthumous consciousness uh, pairing Bluetooth ability within the feed. And so I can give you love advice as such. And you're going to get so much play. Uh, you know, some of this 2020 style from the 90s child. You know how it is when I'm with the biz and I'm rolling with it. And, you know, I try to get the hits with the Scooby-Doo crew rolling in the van. when I got the plan with the pan. You this know what I'm saying? So that's what's classic. going down. So here we are. So you almost died. What happened? <clears throat> Sorry. I don't know what just happened, though. I'm coughing. Yeah. And I go outside. I'm like, well, let me call MedStat and see what I should do with this. Oh, so wow. I live here alone. Yeah, I, I, I feel that. Yeah, me too. I wasn't talking to anyone. I was using my voice. So mm. That's that. Oh, we probably shouldn't say who I went to the doctor, but whatever. 
So I went to this medical. It's twenty forty five, you know. And they're like, yes. It's twenty forty five, you know. It's twenty forty five, bro. That's that. How can I help you? I'm like, I'm oh, you can't talk. And I'm like, oh, oh no. So I somehow I get up with my dad. Yeah. Oh. He has he has an EpiPen. Oh God. So he's like, go to the doctor. So I go there first. And like I walk in and the lady sees me again. She's like, okay, well, just don't take any more of those pills. I'm like, you don't have any Benadryl you can give me? She's like, uh, can you not breathe? I was like, not that good. And she's yeah. like, go to the hospital. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to so, cut the middleman out I next go to time. The hospital. And uh, I'm like, don't get me wrong. I've been wearing a mask everywhere I go. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I couldn't <laughs> breathe. I had a mask on. Once it's a, it's okay. I, I trust you. And she's like, you need a mask. And like, I have a mask on. She's like, right. no, you need an iron mask. And this mask is like breathing through a air conditioner uh, uh, filter. <laughs> no. I'm like, I can't. Oh, breathe. was it the N95? Well, it was. It didn't have the filter on. It was that thick one right there. Okay, Lighting cool. That thick one. Yeah. Shout outs to uh, <laughs> Biggins. What's that Biggins, band? Biggins. Yeah. Shout outs to Biggins. I want y'all on the pod one day. If you could link it up, I'd appreciate it. I'm trying to expand the booth inverse and introduce. Like your uh, all country series. Yeah, yeah, and also I'll have you back on. I'm uh, I'm working. I I was gonna act like I'm gonna make an announcement, but whatever. I'll just talk about it. I've mentioned it. I'm gonna do a mini series about the Goldsboro music scene, just as a microcosm of like I think something really special happened. And I'm a hip hop artist now, so take this as no disregard. But there's a real difference between a guy sitting like what I do now with like finding beats and you know it's really insular. It's very lonely, and I prefer to be alone. I don't like to record with people often unless I trust them. You know, but. The what happened back then was something special. It was different. It was right before the internet. Really, you know, it was like we had MySpace, which was kind of like a graffiti page of your own like yeah. brash decision making. But it, it felt was easy to upload them EPs up to MySpace back in the day. That was mm-hmm. pre uh, Spotify, you know. Yeah, that was what Lil B, the bass guy, did. He had hundreds of MySpace pages, all with different songs, and that's how he built his. He amassed his following. He's a special one. Um, thank you, Bass God. But, um, I mean, it just felt different to be in a scene. And I know scenes like that exist. And I'm not saying hip-hop isn't like that. It's just the the feeling of, like, house shows, which is what I've been – what got me back into rapping in Wilmington with exercise in them. The feeling – and I don't know when I'll ever be able to play one again. But, um, you know, that's just that, that local music scene community I felt like was so beneficial for me, like, socially – uh maybe emotionally like it, it it felt good to have friends from eastern wayne acock yeah. rosewood like and it was because we all chose to gather for something music you know which is like a huge part of a lot of people's lives yeah. so i mean how what were you before you got into it and like how did getting into the scene playing this metal core stuff we've defined how did that like shape your life socially or change it generally all right so the thing about that kind of music is think about it, it's all DIY. Yeah. And a lot of that comes from like hardcore and punk being so connected with skateboarding. And that's doing it Yogi style, right? That's right. Okay. So <laughs> skateboarding <laughs> is such a DIY just sport and Yeah. Every, everything about it too. Right. Yeah. And then so punk comes along mm-hmm. that DIY and hardcore. So where we are now. But that was the one thing that was very important I learned from the hardcore scene. Yeah. Is that DIY way of doing things. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of there there was like a really weird layover, not to I mean whatever, this is just how this combo I'm boothing with Tan Sanders, the world's greatest alt musician of all time. 
who's in, insanely wealthy in 2040. Really, you should be paying me to even listen to this. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm going to just use this uh, as an opportunity to cut in because I think it's probably as good a place as any. What we're about to do is uh, hear a song from the Dead Strings EP by Tan Sanders, who, of course, uh, this conversation is happening with. Uh, before we get into that, I just wanted to hop in and say this episode was recorded on Saturday night. Now, what you'll notice is absolutely no reference of uh, Hurricane Isais because, honestly, for people you know in North Carolina, uh, hurricane season is just a part of life. And <clears throat> pardon me, I think we just really uh, underestimated the the power of nature. Um, it was humbling to be, uh, you know, I live on Oak Island. It was humbling at one point. Um, you know, whenever, you know, the universe, mother nature, earth, whatever you want to call it, God, um, provides an experience where, you know, like your own mortality, your own existence, your own consciousness is out, you know, that, that light, on the uh the perpetual birthday cake of you know waking up and you know either eating crap or making the universe eat crap and metaphorically speaking that light could just get blown out you know just by the wind alone and so as you know your whole house is kind of reverberating and whistling and you're hearing you know i mean i saw an rv that was torn apart just down the road from me uh, and the beachfront was, it looked apocalyptic. So I just want to say, I hope everybody's okay. Um, I, I don't mean to drop this episode and seem insensitive. I just wanted to acknowledge, cause I had a lot of people reach out to me. Uh, and of course, you know, the media did go to the, the worst possible points of the Island. Uh, there lot, you know, I was on the, uh, the beach actually in Caswell. Um, we were looking for shells with my friend, Sally, shout out Sally, uh, the, uh, the original sound hound, I think who kind of encouraged this. And I just, I guess, you know, it was all good on one side of the Island. And then like, you know, at different points, we tried to go to the Western point. Uh, I literally, I couldn't see the road. It was covered in sand. It looked like the, uh, the first row uh, had moved back to the second row. If that makes sense. The dunes have been eroded, obliterated, which they've been like this since they did not properly re uh, replace them post, you know, Matthew, post Florence. Anyways, all that aside, I just want to say I love y'all. I hope you're okay. And here's a song from Tan Sanders. Uh, feel free to reach out anytime, um, you know, and vice versa. 910-718-4442. That's the booth line. And um, next week, I'm actually giving free marketing advice. So, uh. I've been kind of working as a consultant for individuals, and I want you to get an idea for uh, what a more comprehensive service would offer. So enjoy this song. Uh, I hope you're safe. Um, love you, and I appreciate everyone who reached out. Uh, also, thank you for all the birthday wishes, Leo seasons among us, and this has been by far and above and beyond. Thanks to the Soundhounds, the crew, and friends like Tan and Halen and Sheem and Justin Soundwaves and Rich and Jimmy Deve, all these people uh, in this world that uh, you know we're trying to build uh, for just making this um, 
the best summer of my life. I love y'all, and uh, here's a song, and then you'll get back to your regularly uh, expected programming. Well, I'd say I'm going to hell, but I think I'm already there. Well, I don't know what I did to make this my cross to bear. Well, maybe it's my sin from a previous life. Or maybe I'm just on trial to see how I deal with the strife. Well, I don't know what I believe I can't tell you what is true But I do know the thing All I ever wanted was you Why, oh, why did we get this roll of the dice Well, I prayed whatever God would get Right in the next life well, I prayed whatever God would get right in the next life. Well, I searched and I searched. I held out for what was right. And I watched all my friends settle down and live their perfect lives. They say all the wonder. Aren't truly lost, but I think that's just a lie to help cope with the cost. Well, I don't know what I believe, I can't tell you what is true, but I do know one thing all I ever wanted was you. Why, oh, why? This roll of the dice well, I prayed whatever God would get it Right in the next life well, I prayed whatever God would get it Right in the next life someone to tell them to listen to it you know if you so choose but what i'm saying is you know i always think of dc hardcore and people always think of new york i think 
or you know but like i feel since we're from the south i think you know aside from maybe i don't know that much about like i've seen like shout out to punk rock nba y'all should check them out finn tan McKinty. and i talk about the drops and like what's his name finn mckinty right and uh his uh very cute black shirts he wears with his nice record collection always got a case of and uh, I love it, dude, because I love Acacia Strain. Yeah. They played in Jacksonville. I missed it. Anyways, getting back to the point, I cut off your story. So what were you before you got into this DIY scene, which is do it yourself, right? right. Um, which is what I'm really interested in talking about in that miniseries with you one day. But So, like, why why would a musician have to do it themselves? Like, what's the alternative leading there, up well, to this? Well, at that time, there was no alternative. Right. It's either you, you put this show on yourself or you're not playing and we're talking pre-CDs, right? This is like cassettes, I think, really were a big part oh, of the copying of you cassettes. You mean like in Goldsboro or we talk? Generally, with like the scene is like how 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 can people do it themselves when it used to be the entry point was a record label. You used to not, you know, there was nobody if you didn't know a guy at Sun or whatever, you know, Epic, yeah. one of these big Columbia well, records. Well, most of it was, was DIY venues. Right. what the big thing is. Because, I mean, there's no way, I mean, it's, Let's say it is back in the day. It's, right, right. it's 1972. You know, where are you going to have a punk show? You know, people are listening to... You have it in the cornfield, like I saw a stray from the path in Grantham. Then <laughs> Beecher booked them. You have it in the cornfield in 1972. Shout-outs to Beecher. Straight Go- from the path? City. Yeah, straight from the path. I Dude, I added them. I think like it was... Good night, alt-right, straight from the path. Like, Stray from, like, a, a Taxia, I think was the name of one of their albums at one point. They were, like, a little more chaotic back then. But, yeah, Stray from the Path. Beecher, shout out to Beecher from Gold City Video. He's going to be on the pod, and I'll be on the Gold City pod when it launches. We're going to do kind of a show swap thing. But, uh, or, you know, as far as I know. Anyways, shout out to that dude. But he booked them to play. I saw them, so I think it might have been Punk Rock NBA. This is the one interaction I had with him because you said he's really – involved he's a great patreon he's if you're a musician he i think would be the best bang for your buck for marketing like i'm gonna go to him as soon as i have my album ready you know because i think his mind is so focused on this diy angle that didn't exist so i guess what i was saying is like what do you think made it so that we as teens and I guess it's a more focused rephrasing of the question that we as like 15 year old kids in BFE, you know, bum frigola Egypt could have a scene, record music, put it out to people to listen to for free. You know, like what, like I, at that time, so we're talking 2005. Yeah, 2007, there you go. Cause it is 2045. So MySpace was huge. Like all these metalcore bands, that's how all those bands were getting spread. Yeah, that's how we were finding them here. Yeah, or out and here. Then, yeah, regionally speaking. Yeah. So you you find them on there, then you go hit up LimeWire and whatever. You see their top eight. Who are they friends with? Yeah, who are they posting bulletins? Bulletins like, like now on Spotify. It's got related artists. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you know, Spotify is kind of like the gate on that, you know. Yeah. And also, there's other streaming services. Like I try to remind myself, so even though I'm a Spotify user and like as a podcaster, I'd love a deal with them one day. But you know, like there's other players in the game of sound. But um, yeah, I uh, so yeah, I think the internet has something to do with it. Like you're saying, MySpace was like a, it was like proto Facebook, uh, pre Facebook, kind of like post. People have started to have blogs. Right. And a lot of personal websites where they expressed opinions, message boards started to bubble up from even when the internet first started to grow up, blow up. There were like alt groups, I think is what they're called. It's like it was just text-based groups. And you can go back even now and read people talking about like 
the beef between Biggie or the supposed beef between Biggie and Tupac, you know, like as it was happening on the internet back then. Like if you really want to dig, you know, if you're into like archive.org and stuff, there's all kinds of cool stuff. But yeah, we had a rare opportunity because I had just gotten like high speed internet then. I could stream music, download it, like you said, on LimeWire. Shout outs to Piracy. Allegedly. Whatever. Download all my music. All my torrent links will be on my website and are now if you're listening for real. And uh, just support my Patreon whenever that's going. So that's fair. Fair enough. I yeah. mean, you're giving away on Spotify anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's And I'm just saying cut the middleman out and then or buy yeah, the, the, buy the vinyl, buy the cassette. Yeah, yeah forget them. Well, the fraction. That's my move now is if I write the record, I'll buy it on yeah exactly or you'll see it live it's fractions of a penny for these streams i've had to realize that we like you're independent like tan sanders you're it for a tan you know like, right you, do you is a manager getting a cut right now or anything for now i am the manager would you ever be open to like what who would you be willing to cut out like when you start making enough revenue what would you be willing to like not uh, have to do not have to do yeah I always fantasize about stuff like that. Social media, yeah, you can get people to do it for pretty cheap. I was looking at it. There's a company that does good for like, like 140 a month, guaranteed certain levels of engagement. That, that and booking. Those would be the two things. Yeah, because you want people to put up with it. My fantasy would be like I've played a lot of shows, not a lot, but shows with kind of slimy people who the money's kind of slimy. Or at the end of the night, it doesn't count out right. I played shows at the Scam Rock, as JD and I call it. Uh, I mean, I, you know, it's new management now, so. I got a for Patreon only story about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you tell it, dude? I promise I'll cut it out. I'm going to listen to this. Let's see. This is trap music. Dude, I hate that I tell place. you, that, man, the jukebox ain't bad. That ain't good either. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I actually, one time I played a cut from Metal by Pink Floyd because I was so pissed that I had to be in there. <laughs> So I always would choose, like, I would troll the jukebox because, you know, I think you can pay to override a song. Yeah, you can. But, yeah, I played, like, a cut from, like, metal, which is, like, the most psychedelic Pink Floyd thing, It's, like, the most spacey and just destroyed all vibes. This and I just rolled out. So, like, well-traveled. But, I mean, you know, whatever. I, I had fun. I actually had worked there before. I worked uh, St. Patrick's Day when this Heather uh, Thompson this was, like, managing there. Musicians out here that could be listening to us don't be taken advantage of. Yeah, yeah, for real. And also, it's important, I think. And I mean, if you're supporting this, and you're probably a musician, that's a Patreon type activity or a YouTube nerd. And I love you guys out there. Soundhounds, what's up? What's up with y'all? Y'all the number one greatest rapper of all time in 2045. Trying to deliver the cold hearted truth. I can't stand nothing there. Like, you know what it is. Even though I got to come bring that heat, heat, heat. But what I'm saying is this, man. Talk to people. If you get ripped off, tell people. But don't lie on nobody's name. And that's how you build, you know, because you have a good, you have a good, uh, I think you have a good reputation as a musician. You book yourself. Like, you know, you have a, I think you have a better track record than some people of, uh, of like, you know, public intoxication aside from the alleged may or may not have happened Patreon story. Yeah. That just, you know, you'll never hear unless you have the Patreon. Uh You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah communicate with people and also not just in music i had a job i was working i was doing the exact same thing as a friend of mine she was a single mother of no she wasn't single at the time she was married going through it or whatever 
whatever. Hopefully this guy will never hear this. But I'm friends with her, and uh, she was going through it. You know, had like three kids. No, four. Four kids at this point. Damn, son. Um, you know, she, uh, we got to talking about pay. Mm-hmm. And I just told her what I was getting paid, and it blew her mind. And I said, well, do you ask for raises? Like, do you ask for evaluations? Because that's the type of stuff, I guess, some people say is like, where'd you find this? Still to like, aggress- you know, it's like if I'm a guy and I'm aggressive like that, within reason, just to, like, you don't know if you don't ask or you don't negotiate, then like, you know, and she had never done it. Like, so you ain't no. And got closer. But I think it's because I went, I had a four year degree. Real track. Like reasons, but it was not equivalent. But also because I like went to every training they asked and some, you know, it's like I did all this stuff to like, you know, show I'm invested in the mixtapes, quote unquote, of the community college. But um, I don't really know what that had to do with anything, but I felt the need to say it. It's 2045 and I'm thugging out here with Tan Sanders live. We could be in Afghanistan. We, we, our consciousness could have been uploaded. Yeah. At this point. No, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. If it's 20. 2130, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they're saying the life expectancy for people is longer. You know, I, a lot of people are into that, like, cyber genetics, like, human, uh, like, bi- technically cyborg technology on, like, a cellular or, like, a nano level, like, trying to fuse, like, the human body or consciousness with, like, you know, technology that I would never understand. But uh, I got to take a piss break real quick. And then wow, we'll, has this uh, ever happened in one before? Damn, son. Oh, well, you know, why don't you just talk, man? Just <laughs> tell people who you are. I'm just kidding. I don't got to be. Worst. Yeah, actually, I think so. This water is really good, actually. Uh, I forget because I can't drink the tap water thanks to Jenna. Where'd you, pon- where'd you find this? Hopefully, Jenna didn't get cancer and kill me now. Here but in Afghanistan, that's well water straight out of the, the, the well out of God's the, country. The aquifers from Afghanistan. Does it taste <laughs> a, little, a little freer? Well, dude, you charged me like five bucks for this. Um, oh, you did want it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's their inner capitalist coming to the surface. I, uh, well, if you want to talk to people, go for service. it. I have to <laughs> urinate. Y'all stay stay around. We're going to have the second half of this conversation, uh, considering that you've missed a huge chunk with the super exclusive. Uh, will be available on Patreon indefinitely at some point in the future when it launches story, which allegedly never did or did not or may or may not or may have or should or should not have or should have happened. All right, this is probably as good a place as any to drop in and do the solo booth and type thing. It's your boy, y'all. Y'all bringing you a rare, exclusive, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity yet to be duplicated and never to be replicated. This is a Halen Sykes Chill Pills world-exclusive premiere of his track. Uh, I can't wait for this guy to perform at some of these boothin' events whenever at the vid uh, kind of, you know, chillaxes a bit. And I can't wait for you to hear the uh, the studio wizardry that uh, him and Tan have been up to. Remember, Tan's Dead Strings EP comes out August 6th, so that's the day after uh, this drops. If you're a uh, Wednesday sound hound, one of those commute doggy dogs, and Halen will be dropping on Friday. Uh, all right, uh, peep this song, and then if you want to hear it, then you're just going to have to listen to the whole EP. It's a short couple tracks, and it is a fantastically smooth listen. I promise your day will be better, and uh, you won't be mad if you told a friend about it. All right, we are Booth, and here's Halen Sykes. Mm-hmm. 
Time is on the corner, whistle blowing as I walk by. Getting some strange, start feeling it inside. Dizzy spells of mission wheels, I think I've gone insane. But it's summertime, the hard lines wrapped up in gold. We used to get our water from the well for the first eight years of her life. They're hillbillies from Is upstate. Gigi Allen from upstate New York? Probably. <laughs> I've heard, I wish I could have seen him live, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are times I wish we got to uh, shoot him a text. Where'd you find this? Wide open. Like, if you were there, he would throw, you know, he'd throw the poop at people. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, I always associate him, and it's unfair to this guy, I always associate him with uh, Wesley Willis. Like, you know, have you heard him, like, the rock and roll McDonald's guy? He's, like, he was a big heavy set dude who uh, had a unique state of mind that he always carried with him. And he made songs on, like, a Casio where you'd play the chord and it would change, you know? Yeah, yeah. And all his songs had the same formula. And, like, the song was always the, like, the hook was the title. And it was, like, if it was rock and roll McDonald's, he'd have a weird verse where he just, it's, like, non sequiturs and ad libs. Kind of, like, almost an MF Doom style. And then the ver- the hook was always, like... You know, rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. He has a song called, uh, I think it's like Kill the Mullet. Please talk to him about your mullet. Get out the hair, Clippers jerk. He has a song called I, I Whip Spider Man's ass. ass. He has a song called I Whip Batman's ass. Bat he has like a whole series. Like, I, I, find it, I 
so I used to be a DJ at WXYC. I haven't made the episode about that yet, but I was a college radio guy for a freeform radio station. So they were into outsider music, you know, like Jandek, stuff like that. I'm trying to think what counts as outsider, even Captain Beefheart, whatever, like some zap. But, you know, it's like, I mean, it's a little bit of everything because it was freeform and they had good taste in music. They really influenced me a lot to like open my, my ears, you know. But, um, Anyways, that kind of got me into, like, the radio stuff, and uh, that's how I heard people like Wesley Willis, or I saw Jandek Live, got into, like, the Mountain Goats old stuff with, like, he's just a boombox, you know. Um, Stuff like Why, they also got me into, like, Mad Lib, like, early, you know, like, 2008, I was listening to, like, you know, Quasimodo and stuff, so. So what's up with these EPs? We really have not addressed it. Like how you know? <laughs> so you were in a metalcore band. They probably assume you're like into body mutilation and like hanging from hooks and stuff. But and that you're here to promote it because it's 2045 at this point. But uh, what are you here? Like why? I mean, of course you're my friend, so I would have you on regardless. But we've timed this very specifically. So welcome again. Thank you for Thanks, coming man. here. But uh, and thank you for having me in your home. We're actually in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Here. In the uh, in the Schnoz Trickle Rackler spot, but um, <clears throat> anyways, so well, what's up with these EPs? I can't remember the so name of yours. Can you tell me something about it? Strings. Right, when's that coming? Tomorrow. Really? If you're in twenty forty twenty, if you're in twenty twenty, is tomorrow. Right, right. When you'll be hearing this. If you're well, in twenty forty five, you know. Spotify's still a thing. Well, it's both. You know, they're in both. They're in 2020. They're in 2045 unless they're yet to be born. You That's know? true. True. Anyways, as yeah, I was Terminators. saying. <laughs> Terminator. Yeah. The Terminator listener. I must go back in time and stop this episode from wasting an hour of my life. <laughs> I must stop. Uh, you know, my parents were so bored. They had sex and my miserable existence <laughs> came about. They were trying to listen to Booth and... And it just put them right in the mood to just not listen to anything except for the the sound of knocking the, <laughs> the sound of a foot long sub as a second dinner resting heavy on a man's diaphragm. How did you say that? You said that they got bored and you know, you ever think about that? You never had gave consent to be put in. You ever think about Oh, that? to be put on the earth? Yeah. Put on the solo show earlier. Yeah, I've, I thought I about left that. here to take a urination. First urination in booth in history. I it'd be a good time for me to get in there. And yeah, so you're right. You sit in a room and uh, talk to a mic by yourself. I'm, you gotta be a little bit crazy, right? I guess. <laughs> I mean, you know, to be honest, let's be honest, because I mean, if you all wanted to hit me up, even though I'm sitting alone in a room, nine one zero seven one eight forty four forty two booth line, hit me up for free marketing advice that's worth thousands of dollars per hour. Uh, then, um, you know, you just gotta understand nine one zero seven one eight forty four forty two. That's the booth line. You gotta call me sometimes because I'm sitting alone in the room and I gotta have something to talk about. Nine one zero seven one eight forty four forty two. I know you called in about your buddy. Actually, allegedly, the the Crowdum call, allegedly. And if y'all know that one, then you got to dig because I'm not going to give Soundhounds the numbers of things they know. They're real, they're real fans in 2045 right now. You know the catalog, baby. It's yet to be beat. Yeah. The grasp of Crowdum is really but it's But it's like, I don't know, that makes people probably think it's bad, you know? But <laughs> I'm just saying it's like coffee's addicting, sugar's addicting. I'm, I'm a huge proponent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just for the record, you know. I mean it is it's legal, it's like green tea yeah. or whatever. That's what I compare it to coffee. The of chronic pain is, is I mean it's, it's a much better alternative to big pharma if uh, even to Tylenol. 
Yeah, Tylenol's terrible. Tylenol's one of the worst ways that people try to kill themselves. Like, you know, not a good look. Um, We've been so morbid. So, it's we all, haven't gotten to the point. That's going to happen if you bring me in. That's fine, dude. And that's why you're... I mean, so Tan's music now is not uh, metalcore. It's... Well, I just like to tell people it's outlaw country because they like it. They lick their lips a little bit. Like, you mean like that stuff I grew up on that's hard to find now? You know, the Sturgill element, the alt element, like something fresh, the Billy Strings element. I don't know. Because you're sick on a, I don't know. I always call it the pedal guitar, but it's not as lap steel. Yeah, that's that's how I first saw Tan. And honestly, man, when I first heard that first album you made, I didn't like it. That sounds bad, but like. I don't like it either. I'm just saying that to be <laughs> honest, because when I saw you live, I like blew my mind. You're an amazing guitarist. But then the production, you just hadn't had the derelicts behind you. You didn't have the engineering yeah, I mean, team you're working with. First shot at it. it's cool man yeah my first tape yeah yeah i hear you dude trust me you're in there and you're like you're learning yeah exactly you yourself like i like listening to my demos over time right like, oh this is where i learned this oh this is where i figured that right and now i'm at the point like i mentioned uh now that i had justin soundways in the studio like some days i mean i'll write a verse for days i've had some verses that have like i finished a year later you know or whatever but like sometimes it just comes out real quick i'll write a song in an hour and i'll track it out and i'll do multiple layers and uh, my engineer i just send him the stems and then he just makes the best possible studio quality excellent dope mix that has me millions of dollars in 2045 already so anyways uh, what i was getting back to because i keep talking about myself and i hate it is that you're a great musician, but I just do that first one. You've gotten so good. That last album you put out, and again, I'm bad with album names, but I love the Wretched Old Freedom. Yep. Right. Freedom. The the y'all heard a song from that on one of the episodes here. I can't remember what first it was called. I made a book. First time I made a dime. For ah. Episode five or six. This is a great. That's a great episode. No, I, that was probably the first episode I made where I was like, "This is good." I mean, that sounds bad, weird, but you know what I mean. It's like. I, people i had a friend hit me up from high school uh shout out to Lindsay. what's up if you're out there listening it was like i like listen drinking my coffee and listening to it and i feel like i'm, I'm it's warm and if and like sound waves told me it feels like a blanket kind of like I listen to it as soon as I wake up. that's cool man and that's why i made it because i roll i used to roll over and i first thing in the morning i put on uh, a podcaster who i currently am having impending issues or have dealt with the impending issues assuming it is 2045 and we're still alive uh shout outs to uh you know the man with the mullet the king of uh stingest radis the tamer of the schwabist of dabis yeah the rat king himself the avon uh do you have any comments for the beef we're in a beef with king and the sting i just had to say it i've said it before but do you have any thoughts for anyone involved with that organization it's fine if not i don't want to hurt you know your reputation i'm just gonna say wait for the wait for the drop yep I have to agree with that. Yeah, I hate to tease too much, but uh, there's a lot of cool things coming. But there's cool things coming from you tomorrow, you know, if you're listening to this in our 2020 timeline. Um, how's this EP different from Retro Freedom? Because I played that. That's lush. So that's full band That is stuff. the band. Yeah, so with the derelicts. Right, with the derelicts. Um, which with that stuff, I try to say that I am playing country music inspired by social distortion. That's the sound I'm going for with the derelicts. That's that awesome, sense. man. I like that reference point. So like, I wouldn't have thought of it, but I hear it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's what that's I what like it. That's really cool. What you're going to hear tomorrow is more of a singer-songwriter, very stripped back. Everything is done in this room. Um, 
played drum kit on a previous Cajon clip. Wow. Was, this is the first time you hear me playing real drums on a record ever. And that's great. That's part of when I first heard you because I was like, it's so organic. You're such a raw yeah. talent, a raw talent in the best of ways. Like, it's not overly polished. You know, it's not fake. Well, that's what, you know, I wanted, I saw so many people saying, oh, this is an art show. You can't ask me to do this. Like, I'm, so I wanted to prove a point that you can take, you know, you have minimal resources. Mm-hmm. It's an eight channel interface. You can make drum happen. Yep. Pro- entire project with drum and iPad. What's the budget? For, what's the cost of the iPad and the interface? I mean, that's that's kind of overstating it, but that's saying you could make projects a thousand in, bucks, a thousand bucks, that's a fair, and you could make projects like this in perpetuity for the rest of your time that the technology is working. So, you know, indefinitely you, that you're invested in yourself instead of paying to go to a studio, you invested in learning how to record on the iPad. Where'd you get that idea from? That's that's pretty creative and it's pretty lightweight. My setup is huge. You, I had two, I had a basket and a big old container. And uh, so where did you get this idea from? Well, when I heard Bandana was going to get Freddie Gibbs and Matt Miller by knocking out Alice in Chains, I knew my boy had this, this, this credit record. Right. Then they stopped making their music stuff and did like three instruments. Can you eat the mic a little bit yeah. more? Sorry. I love it, though. So, so you thought, so it's, this is inspired by Bandana, Freddie Gibbs, and Mad Lib's album. Yes. One of the best hip-hop releases in recent time. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I like Pinata better, but, I mean, that's just a personal preference, I think. I saw, I was going to tell you this story earlier in the pod, and I forgot. I saw Freddie Gibbs when I was at Chapel Hill in, like, 2010, I think, because I was dating a girl around then. And uh, I saw him, Big Crit, Smoke Dizza, and Burner. On the same deal? Yeah, for like 10 bucks, 13 bucks. And Big Crit had just dropped that uh, Return of Forever joint. It was like, that's my favorite. I love everything Big Crit has done. I really like how he's developed as an artist. But just for me, where I was in life and how I saw him live like that. But yeah, that's I saw Freddie Gibbs when he was signed to, you know, Jeezy, like before... He had that song on uh, Pinata addressing the issue, which is one of my favorite. Like, it's not, I don't know, it's not a diss. It's more like speaking his piece. And I think I think artists have gotten a lot better at kind of letting trash talk be trash talk, like fighters before the fight who don't hit each other actually, but get real close, you know? Because it's all theatrics, it's all wrestling to me, you know. And if you're hearing this, you know, then maybe you're onto like what I'm with with all these quote unquote beasts. I just think it's fun. I like the marketing. Marketing. I just like I like ha- playing, you know, with the the crew, and you like playing with the crew. But during COVID, this is what we're talking about now. If you know, you're I don't know when you're listening to this, you don't have the crew. It's not really responsible to get all the derelicts in this room. Like we're legit sitting on opposite sides of the room. I think like we're about six feet. Oh, we're doing. Yeah, and but you know, so you're gonna hear fiddle track. Uh, uh, one fiddle track on this was done by my friend. Charlotte. Right. So I, you know, I sent him an MP3 of the mix. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, play a fiddle part on this. And he emails me the, the wave file back. Right. He dropped out the project. Uh, my friend Wes Hamilton played pedal steel on it. So oh, that's same cool. situation. He lives in Charlotte. I just email him. Right. Right. And, was, and then didn't know him the money. Yeah. And yeah. So you're like, high, you're giving fellow musicians work too. So instead of getting in despair, you're actually helping generate. Somewhat of a revenue. 
Well, so I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to well, do I mean, something. Yeah, let's give them. I'm more. trying to do something similar, like compensate people for their work. Like instead of me just saying, oh, like I was gonna start being a rapper because this has been my plan since I was like nine. And I kept putting off somehow, you know, instead of saying that it's like, now I'm like, Oh, like I can start my business right now. Oh, like a lot of people are stalling out depressed, lethargic, not creating, not in the mood. Cause their, their revenue flow has stopped. Whereas like, this is a stop gap in performing history. That's never existed since the beginning of performance. There's, I don't think there's been a time I suffer maybe like some world war two peak or, you know, plague or type stuff. But, but like, I'm just saying, like, in the scheme of performances, like, with modern recorded history, since it's, it's been laid on wax, baby, Booth and Records, world's greatest record label, Booth and TV, world's greatest YouTube channel, and you're in the Booth and Verse right now from Afghanistan. Broadcasting well, I'm live. Broadcasting live from, uh, from Afghanistan. So you, you're making this awesome country, and it's stripped down. It's like uh, maybe I, I think, I don't know, maybe this is an unfair reference point. I think of how Rick Rubin brought Johnny Cash back to what people liked about Johnny Cash instead of like the more lush gospel arrangements or the the kind of overtly kind of too corny, like the Western era is over and he's yeah. obese in a girdle singing them like he's still slanging guns and eating speed, even though he's a reform, you know, a Dewey Cox reformed <laughs> Christian man, you know, like. I mean, and I love that stuff, but I'm just saying it's stripped down, it's raw. And like you sent me early mixes. When did you? This is a certified hood classic. I believe it was March. Uh, Well, I sent you some mixes for the. We're actually going to the studio in a few weeks. Those will be derelict releases. Oh really? Yeah, we got uh, me and Jay's going to the studio. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Yeah, it's all good. I'm just saying. I'm busting your barnacles, buddy. <laughs> dead Peasant Studio in Elkin, North Carolina. I love that name. Is it remote? I like remote locations. I have a studio. Like, that's why I've been having fun. I get people to come to the beach. I can't wait right. to get you in there, man. Like, you know, I can't wait to come here with the sole purpose of just creating, you know, maybe like some punk, metalcore type stuff. Get back. Just a side project, baby. I miss it. That's all I really listen to. Really? That's so crazy. I listen to a lot of pop punk. It's funny that you don't hide that more. I'm not saying that out of disrespect because we're talking about leaning into your niche, like your uh, yet-to-be-announced music video idea that I'm not going to be talking about on here. But, you know, you have a great idea for video that's like it's the perfect realization. Like and when we think about ourselves as artists, when I was younger, it, it was more like how can I be more like Mike Posner? This guy's selling. What can I do that they're doing? You know, and I just didn't realize I was so young as a human, like as a developing person, a friend, whatever, an artist, generally speaking, just a soul developing. I didn't realize like it was all about finding what does what hits my button, you know, like and then that will resonate with some other people just chasing after your dream relentlessly. I've said it recently, like a shark in water, baby, like I just feel like something's chummed the water with this opportunity that we're given as as people like you're at a, pr- a prime in your life you're recording you you got a workflow you're dropping projects this is it's exciting because i feel like i for some reason I, and i thought about it i don't know if i know more musicians because i'm a musician and i find people or there's just something in the water where we grew up with this music scene i want to make the pot about that it's like something special just kind of i lucked out into and, and it was like, also a time in history yeah, yeah. that when we were coming live music's going through those weird phases of 
creative times and then people just doing what the generation before was doing. Right. So, like, right now, I'd say most of the work around is mostly cover bands. But we yeah. grew up in a time where you playing cover, you sucked. You know? Yeah, you were a punk ass. Yeah. I've talked about the cover band thing with JD, but, yeah, you were a punk ass. I don't usually curse on this podcast, but that's probably the most accurate one. Is punk ass, P-U-N. <laughs> If you weren't at the Shangri-La sweating and throwing books on oh Saturday night. I'm going to tell a story about Sam Childers that he will be embarrassed, <laughs> but I love him. He listens to the, to the pod. Shout out to Jolly Statue. Yeah. I hope to go over some of your beats one day and uh, see you in Asheville. I'd love to see you in Boone. Anyways, he told me a story about he was straight edge and he punched someone in the face for smoking a cigarette outside of the Shangri-La one time. I probably remember that time. I mean, he's nothing like that now. Yeah. In fact, he's one of my favorite people in the world. He's one of like the first people I became friends with that was significantly younger than me by like five, six years when you're you know, a teen. One of the first bands I ever, ever did any recording for, other than my own, was his band. At the time. What were they called again? The Fifth Season. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that sounds right. There's another band that had like... I got an incredible mix done with computer crashes last minute. You know, we had real <laughs> shoddy computers back then. Yeah, desktop, right? Naturally. It was a Dell laptop. Really? Damn. I bet that I bet that thing was sitting on your lap just roasting your nuts. <laughs> your, your blue jeans was singed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, that sucks. I you know, I have some stuff like that like out in the like uh I don't know if you know Blake Terrell. You know, he's yeah. so I actually like produced a thing for like an album for him that we made like punk style with like the snowball. Uh, called BTG is I think it was like Beyond the Grape. It's like all like grape drink themes. I, th- I think I remember project that we made. And it was like the proto. Like I also had a, a a metal thing called Stop Drop Lol with my cousin who I just saw. That's really influenced like the current stuff I'm making. Actually, it's like because I loved Attack Attack and like I liked that weird. But I, even though I didn't want to admit it, I liked Broken Side. I liked the guy. <laughs> You know, I liked Weird Science, the, uh, the drummer from Coheed. I liked that abrasive. It was like white boy hip-hop. Like, I hate to yeah. say, it was Linkin Park, you know. Like, I loved Linkin Park. Uh, I'm trying to Eminem. But, you know, I I don't know why. I'm 303, just, remember them? 303, yeah. So we had a thing like that, but it was called Stop, Drop, LOL. Like, LOL. Gosh. And it's so funny. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it on episode. I want to have him on about it, but you're right, man. It was a different time, and, like, our access to technology. I feel like I am, it was a once in a lifetime way that my generation came up on the internet. Kind of like how there's a generation that came up on smartphones, like as the smartphone, the apex of that type sort of technology was happening with the iPhone, the tablets, you know, there's kids who just now, if you show them a picture, some kids, some children, if they saw that amazingly beautiful Buffalo uh, picture you got from antique mall, that's we talked about prehistoric elephants they would just try to touch it because it's like everything's a touch screen you know so that was like the internet for us socially we weren't using it to be you know there wasn't influencers instead i think we were all somehow kind of part of this like amorphous kind of a liquid thing that was influenced like it was very interesting it was very organic it wasn't contrived it wasn't like a tiktok no hate no disrespect that is how i uh got my first million dollars damn son 
I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so it's stripped down. Also, you're part of um like a kind of like a collective. I mean, you're part of the booth inverse too. Like I'm, oh, I, nice I'm you're good, but I, I I mean not you're good, but like you're part of like you know. But I have my own thing. I'm working on my own record label and stuff. But you're kind of you know you've always been at the helm of your own ship. You do your own booking. You do your own pub. You do everything. You're DIY with the country element and. Yeah but now it helps to be around other people who are diy because like i like i said 910-748-4442 high dollar marketing advice hit me up i like collab with my friends i give them marketing ideas i can come up with because i can't i'm not a country artist i can never use a country marketing idea you know i could try this i could modify it change the shape change the pieces have the sound the structure of the idea work within multiple confines but like if i think of something that's for tan sanders and we're friends we're part of a collective you know that idea builds so like who were you recording this with like you know because uh there's you know at some point there's this guy who's part of this week of drops uh shout outs halen but like you know what did he have to do with this so we got this real stripped down ep what's your new one called again that they can find dead strings the reason was because the music shop closed because of covid oh so the strings for everything are actually dead strings that's awesome that's really cool that'll be a little booth in the place yeah god forbid we get a fifth wave we might get dead strings too yeah. it might, <laughs> it might no. already be happening i know i hope not i hope it's not part of my fault either so they've been gallivanting around the freaking galaxy trying to live my life and pursue my dreams within reason i wear my mask in public and yeah of course i mean you know i don't want to hurt anybody and i try to keep my distance i don't hug my my aunt I, you know i keep you know you know i try but anyways it's hard you know because it's like like i said this is a once in a lifetime opportunity i'm not gonna not go to dc to sit in the same room with my audio engineer that i'm paying for you know like you just gotta be smart man right and if everybody wore masks all the just time in public damn son where'd you find this i've been stuck in this house for so long that boat wouldn't be out I done took off somewhere Lewis and Clark and across the <laughs> just hit the noose. Yeah, just bro. hit the noose and end up end up at Oak Island somehow. Like, what's up, dude? I'm at my boat. Happened, dude. I had an argument. Yeah, I've heard some great uh Eric Griffin had a real funny, like he when he I think he's gonna marry his lady or something. Last I heard. It's funny, I've been on vacation, like I said, but I've been working harder than ever in my life. And it seems like, you know, I like knowing people like you, because like you've been working, you know, like since like, I don't know, has your musical life, even if you're in the cover band that we'll talk about now, uh, has that, like, have you ever hit a stopgap? Like, I didn't perform live from, like, 22 until, like, recently, the past couple of years. I raced dirt bikes for a few years. And I stopped playing probably two years while I was doing that. school. Damn, son, where'd you find this? I'm not trying to make a video that gets no views. You know, I'm trying to break the internet's brain with whatever it is we're working on, you know. Uh, but I like you because you're always working, man. Like, and it's on, you play live music. Um, even now you're doing like, you know, we talked about the pizza spot shop. Um, I really, if I apply myself, I still might be able to hit 50 shows for this year. Is that the goal? 50 is always like my bottom number. That's cool, man. So What's like, the most you played? I think I played 75 last year. That's cool. You know, you're going to be playing like 300 a year soon if you want. I'm saying. I mean, I hope. I mean, I, I mean, I know a lot of people get discouraged with recording their stuff and like because you're here and that. 
Yeah. You know, you've got like this is the sound, but you yeah. can't. You don't have the means to get it out of your head. It's like drawing. It's like if I if I thought you looked cool back in the day before cameras, and I wanted people to see you, and I'm trying to draw you. It's frustrating because it doesn't look like what I'm perceiving across from me. It's going through me as a filter. So, like, a lot of, I think, being an artist is trying to, like, for me personally, and everybody has a different process, but for me, it's, like, trying to minimize the barriers between, like, the emotion or the, the imagery or whatever I'm trying to evoke. I, I, everything I do kind of has, like, some sort of purpose, even if it's an inside joke to myself. It's like a map to nowhere that nobody will ever understand except myself. But some people like to look at it because it catches their eye. You know, like, I think the type of art I like, there's so many layers and there's levels of that. Do you have any merch? Um, we're getting ready to run. I got stickers. Stickers, yeah. If anyone wants a sticker, hit me up on social media. Yeah, and I put mine right on the laptop we're recording this with, actually. And that same sticker will be a t-shirt soon. It's uh, And it's kind of a play on the uh, Defend. Pop Punk, my man Overlord. Pop Punk, but it says so. Defend All Country. It's funny because... I hate to say this because I'm a Southern guy. So this is coming from how I feel people perceive me when they're holier than thou. But like people think, let's be honest, Hollywood, Theo Vaughn has talked about this, conflates Southern accents to lower IQs. Oh, absolutely. People think it's a flat, you know, they're like, oh, they don't have the city we have. So it's very flat. <laughs> but I think a part of what I've tried to do with the podcast and people like you, whenever we have Halen, who we're going to talk about his project in just a moment before the freestyle on is I want to show like in Goldsboro, North Carolina, Dudley, you know, Oak Island, Wilmington and all across the world. This isn't just like North Carolina, but there are people who are really talented. And right now is the time if you're listening, if you're an artist, if you're out there now, right now is the time to put your foot on whatever the game is that you're in, put it on that neck and don't ease up because a lot of people are, you know, and as a guy, I've gained some weight this summer. I've taken some breaks for internet and fasting, but they're, they're getting fat and happy on that. You know, whatever money they have, they're coasting, but they're not producing. They're not sharpening their blade. So if you want to hear, if you want to get into someone who I promise is going to be doing exciting things, I don't know if it, it will be. I know you've always been your own artist, but I know I could see you. You know, if you all need help developing ideas, he's an amazing producer, uh, amazing at tracking, you know. He can help, you know, so talk a little bit about how, what you're trying to offer people with that. Let's Halen's EP so, and then we'll yeah, close Halen's, out. Um, these two projects are the first projects I've in air quotes produced. Yeah. You, you produced it. But, yeah. For real. No air quotes. Well, I've pro- air quotes produced other stuff. I feel like this was my first uh, real go at it. You know, actually. Yeah. You know, digging in. Yeah. Like, and knowing enough to, to be in that position kind of. And doing the work too, right. not just knowing, but working so, constantly to optimize your sound and your budget. Yeah. Right, and that was the cool thing about using the iPad because you're using the bare necessities on mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It just seemed like I got cleaner mixes with with less things that I could choose from. If I'm if I have to use this compressor, this EQ, mm-hmm. then this is all I have. I had to make this track right. sound as good as I can with this. Right, and that, that's one of the cool aspects. It, it doesn't get complicated. It's just what do you hear? So you're basically like the top chef of the music game, just using whatever you got in your yeah. in your local Afghanistan refrigeration unit to chef up the hottest, sauciest bunker, possibly music. So, uh, so we got Dead Strings. Is it just called the Dead Strings EP or yeah. Dead Strings? The Dead Strings EP. So the Dead Strings EP from Tan Sanders, T A N S A N D E R S, and then Halen Sykes has the Chill Pills EP. Chill Pills. 
or is it just called chill, chill pills? Uh, I don't know. I, chill well, pills. Either way. It's an EP called Chill Pills. Yeah, Halen Sykes. <laughs> and they're probably, to be honest, because they play so many shows together, like Lockstep, they really are kind of have a shared vision of doing this. You know, yeah. they're, you do it at your business partners, essentially live, you know, uh, you work together and stuff that, uh, you know, this is, it's cool to hear because you might not immediately think that they would be together, but y'all have played so many shows. You'd be in the associated artist on uh, Spotify if you're not already. Because yeah, sure. so many people, it's like a very specialized, you know, you know numbers of listeners that listen to both of you. You know, it's like. You know, you play those three-hour bar shows. Right. It's like a 15-minute break. But right. what we've been doing lately is it's like we'll, whoever's not playing will just play during break. Right. So if you if you come see one of us, you're going to see both. And that's cool. And that. And, but that's also just knowing, like like I said earlier, what would you be willing to pay for to reduce your workload? I could talk to you for hours, man. Uh, and we'll have hours of conversations in the future on this. You're welcome back. 2045. You're welcome back in perpetuity anytime, Tan. Um, but, you know, I just think uh, it's just special to know people like you who are, you know, pursuing their dream because it's important to surround yourself like if you're in a room and you're the only guy trying to do something or girl or whatever you identify as then like you know then uh it's tough but if i look over and you know you're hitting the weights like you do uh sexiest man alive tan sanders then uh you know maybe i want to pick up a dumbbell and at least like you know break a singular sweat you know what i'm saying like and I've been hit up by people because I, like I said, now I just, I got a taste of the dream, baby. Like not, there's no turning back. Even if I never succeed, I'm going to put out so much that, content. That glimpse, yeah. Yeah. The vision. Like you said, it's like, like what you heard in your head when you made the project that at first I didn't know how talented you were. I mean, I, all your, all his stuff is great. I can listen to that stuff too, but like you have an older version of wine stains, yeah, for it's example, just it's just not as good because you just developed. And I think the important thing is out there is like, keep grinding. And also like what we're talking about, don't get discouraged, but it really does take, you know, thousands of hours of practicing. It's a craft. It's like, you know, if you make katanas your whole life or the, how hero dreams of sushi, like this is our art since we have been, you know, conscious enough and mature enough to choose to pursue a thing as an individual. Since I was a teen, this is what we do, like specialize and whatever's in the way of your workflow that gives you anxiety, uh, contemplate what your time is worth. What's it worth to you to have a fantastic product that you spent money on? I just encourage people to like invest in themselves. Anyways, yeah, you got to. Uh, thanks for coming. All right. So if you've hung in here this long, sound hounds, you know you're not gonna bum out before the freestyle portion where Tan makes the beat live on the spot and I rap on it. I wish the beat was a little louder, but you'll hear we really did our thing and it was fun. Kind of like a shark in the water that's just been chummed, baby. We're gliding on it. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out Tan Sanders and Halen Sykes on Spotify. Uh, the show notes for today's episode is literally just links to their That's Spotify. All right. That's going to be awesome. Let's go. We DIY are stuff. We got boothing. the mic pointing at the PA system. We're making, uh, actually, Tan's making the beat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Headphones on, baby. Headphones on, baby. Headphones on. Headphones on. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, hey. Okay. Boothin', hey. 
tan sanders in the derelict i'm on the guitar they tell me i'm flowing they don't share a fit booth and pod let me share a bit even if i'm sipping on the big rc a terrapin wait until i got the therapist they gonna tell me that the method changes sitting in the chair again straight jacket from the fair again fair again cancel cause i feel like my name carry flare again flare again when i'm flaring been rapping and i'm chilling cause i'm arrogant what the hell you staring at? People try to tell me that they been embarrassed when their parents rap. If I'm parents, then you staring back. I got a wifey or a dime or a piece that I ain't sharing that. Open marriage from the carriage back. Camel bag full of wine that I'm sipping and I'm turning back. <clears throat> Late, let me get a sip, let the feet flip. Hey, this gonna be a raw one, y'all. I had to tell you, booth and baby, Tan Sanders on the beat. <coughs> been talking for so long I've been talking for so long Hey, 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 hey Y'all, y'all been talking for so long Say I've been yoking on them Cheating like I'm Lance Armstrong Armstrong, I don't gotta tell you My arm strong, my leg ain't strong I got feet and I move on Move on, I ain't cheat And I don't choose chong, choose chong I'm on the building acting like King Kong King Kong, rapping for a minute I move on, sing songs Mental thoughts be bouncing like ping pong Ping pong, when I'm piffing And it been bring on, bring on Kathy Lee Gifford gon' sing songs Regis, they gon' tell me I got the cleanest, cleanest. Meant to say what rhyme with the cleanest. Tell me that you changing my demeanor. I'm checking you even if you tell me that there's no one meaner. I feel it, uh. He had to hit me with the burner. I'm from a southern state. Shoddy under the bed where he sleep. They telling me that I'm raw where they ever keeping it clever. Like the raw with the head, but the sever trying to get your head. Memory been severed. Coming to the wrong haste. Placing your head will get severed. I'm raw than ever rapping to keep it clever. It's y'all, y'all with Tan Sanders. I'm dropping a plant planter, the dead strings EP. The dopest rapper to ever chill with an outlaw country rap on the planet. They're telling me that I'm standing. I'm like the vibe, like the candle. I got the whole element lit up with the buffalo painting on the wall that was the aforementioned freestyle's real and i'm telling them that it's tempting to go to a cadence they say that i'm praying i ain't no damn mantis they telling me that i got it i'm really like i'm judge mathis they tell me that i pass practice i try to pass for the practice i got the microphone back got the flow to win backflips and i'm chilling with tan telling me that i'm rapping on the beat on a man this might be the sauciest flow that you ever know with the nosiest goat with the holiest goat what i say i'm the goat the greatest of all toes toes of the goat but i go for the flow they tell me that i go for the throat and i go for the cold i'm comatose i'm waking up i ain't gonna kill bill i ain't gonna be named buck and i don't keep it real they tell me i've been rapping about feelings telling me i'm appealing my planet is feeling your energy from a planet away she tells me she tempted me but she doesn't really say it she just asked who i'm doing but she ain't been asking how since she last asked how i've been doing play with emotions i'm feeling so chosen the gap between my first and my second albums akin to disney's with the millions they made between frozen they gonna tell me that i go open i'm choking hey am i the rawest to do it that's living i don't know i'm just trying to tell you the game is my children and i ain't even dry with the yoking on them even if they tell me that i got the token on them i'm at the arcade the machine was broken on them i had to beat them in the game i was spoken on them 
Spoken and speaking, rapping and preaching, talking and teaching. I'm everything in between in the balance, the ether. I'm all in the flow. I'm all in the speaker's flow. And then ever I'm raw and I'm clever. I get you disheveled. I hit with the shovel. They tell me I'm trouble. I'm like Barney Rubble. My wife is a diamond. I don't got a wife. So rap all the time. It's a cartoon of mine. It's a cartoony state of your mind. They tell me adventure time or the midnight gospel is mine. I rap for the beat when I keep the galactic effect. They tell me that I'm rapping the checker. Hey, I fell off the beaten ten, just had to bring it back again. When they gon' tell me that I'm rapping with my friends, I don't pretend I'm playing tennis and I'm like a Mac and Roll. Mac and Roll because I'm macking on the hella different flow. Hella flow because I'm rapping and I keep it clean for show. I've been dropping on the hi hats and they know I do not know. Man, almost fell asleep when I was rapping. Had to keep it happy, cap it with the crunching. Even if I'm in it, I'ma drop the dunce and I got that. You know, but feeling like I'm stupid. They tell me that I don't matter. I Okay, Cupid, telling me that she married. She trying to change the balance. She trying to drive, drive out the carriage. It's after midnight. I'm turning it into pumpkin. Yo, old boy in high school used to brag about getting blumpkins. He really did not know nothing. I'm chilling like I'm the munchkins. I'm on the lower, 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 lower level you've ever seen. And I'm under it, under it from a sunder to plunder with flows. I'm under it. I feel like I'm the monsters and you're the atoms. I'm the B movie, the DIY one with the future grab my stab with the future of me i'm feeling like i'm chilling the dead strings ep august 6th is dropping i'm feeling chill pills ep august 7th i'm gonna kill him uh sheem og august 8th and i feel it yo episode august 5th tell me that i'm sipping a fifth pleading a fifth boy i get to forget and get to forget for the flow has been writ it's still with record i never been bored i'm on the discord i'm riding my board it's 24 5 i don't know what's mine i open the time i roll with a dime they tell me i'm mine telling me mine telling me thine gideon bible my old school with the littlest vibe littlest vibe rap for the tribe i like the bass drop on that they tell me i rap for the time rap for the time I used to break a nickel to dime. It's COVID, so I couldn't get the change I wanted right now. I had to come with exact. I had to debit and pack. I had to get with the pit. They told me that it was not. I had to drop on that pit. They told me that I would flow when I told them that they don't know. I feel like J. Cole had an omen. I got a team that I'm chilling with, dream that I'm grilling with, out in God's country, and they tell me that I'm feeling sick, tell me that I'm feeling sick, longest floor ever dropped, waiting till I tell them that I'm blowing like it's with a little bit of snot when I gotta go off of the top, ay, Paul, when I wait a minute, gotta go flow from the drop, ay, I'm killing it when rapping in Afghanistan, where'd you find they asked me if the banister could change again, met my friend, I made amends, I made my enemies, my enemies once again, I I got revenge. I'm old boy with the hammer. I'm going Bama. I'm soldier boy going Bama. I'm from Atlanta, but really from I'm Kakalaki. Greatest in the Carolinas, north or south, don't add me. What up, cold coming at you, flowing off the dome with the soul, trying to keep the rhythm flow. Vibration didn't know. Vibration didn't know. Vibration didn't know. Synonym or anonym, I'm everything you do not know. I'm in between the everything and everything that's in between. They tell me that I'm in them jeans, but really they. They don't feel that being they flowing for the open. Where'd you find this? That I might be the next dude, the middle school teacher, the podcaster rapping with Tan Sanders, making the beat of the dude been successful ever since he never skipped Easter with family again the planet. So this is y'all, y'all world, and you all on my planet. This the booth and pod, and I tell him, uh, 
always overlooked but under talented under talented meant to say under balance i'm feeling just like i'm janet my brother might have been michael i'm coming back for the title i'm still living still breathing just had turned 30 by the way this freestyle is on my birthday i'm rapping at four in the morning storming before the mormons are telling me that they praying and soaking out in the open the conversation for previous days that i Drop between 10 centers, hailing, and I came back. I'm raw like Robocop. I'm bionic with flow. I got it supersonic, breaking barriers. Really, just keep it honest. They told me that ever since Dr. Dre dropped that first album and kept it honest. What was it called? The girl? Die, 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 die. I do not understand. I'm chilling on my own planet. Stole that line from Jamie Kennedy. Honestly, on it. I've been waiting for fade outs, but listen to what I'm saying. You've been listening to the booth and pod. Die, die. Hey. At booth and underscore pie nine one zero seven one eight forty four forty two, and Tan Sanders on all socials on the beat. Thank you for the beat. Thank you for coming. Thank you for welcoming to your studio. Like Rick. Oh wait here. Any last words? Oh oh. <laughs> Y'all just checked yeah. out the EPs yeah. dropping yeah. dead streams, yeah. chill pills, yeah. possibly that Shimo G boosting on Wednesday. Love you, man. Every Wednesday until then, y'all for one, one for y'all. Again, check out the EPs. We are boothing.